Life is so much better when you have friends to connect and kiki with. And no matter how near or far you are, thank God for things like WhatsApp to always keep you together. And in this friendship, all day and all night, we send each other long as voice notes. Every day we discuss just about everything from what we have for dinner to the music we like to the men we met to exercise and don't forget our absolute favorite thing insecure so sit back and relax as these two girls tell you everything about life love and all things in between welcome to long air voice notes what's up everybody and welcome to a special edition of long af voice note <laughs> i am marty lewis marty underscore san diego and i have two more people beautiful people who are going to introduce yourself to you so i'm sarita braxton sarita braxton on all social media platforms and our special guest today hi guys i'm vanessa james at vanessa james media on all social media platforms and i'm so excited to be here today to talk the tea about our favorite show. Yes. And we're so happy to have you. <laughs> yeah, really are, you guys, listen. Vanessa was like, I got a lot to say about this. And we were like, uh-uh, we are bringing her on. <laughs> but the most amazing part about these two women is that they're both writers. And so we're gonna dive deep into that also, as well as Molly and Issa's friendship. Uh, Vanessa and Sarita are like on the same boat. So it's really me by myself, but I'm gonna just start asking both of them this question. So I want to know how you guys think the writing overall for this season is, and just give us your pros, cons, suggestions, any of that. Vanessa, we'll start with you. Sure. Um, I feel like the writing for Insecure, first of all, we've all been hooked since season one. I definitely can see a difference from season one to season two with writing, with cinematography. Clearly, they got a bigger budget. You can, you can easily tell, especially if you go back and binge watch. I do feel like, though, in season four, every single episode, I am wanting and expecting a little bit more. I feel like they're breezing through stuff. I'm also noticing, if you guys are not as well, that the episodes are a touch shorter than normal, you know, in past seasons. I feel like the writing is good. It's, it's, it's still very strong and the, you know, storylines are still, um, you know, deep and, and, and also, um, I feel like they're diving into a lot of deeper layers, but there is something almost missing and I can't quite put my finger on what it is this season, but something does feel off. Maybe that's on purpose. I don't know, but um, again, you know, in comparison to, you know, previous seasons, I do, I do feel like the writing, I would not say it, it, I wouldn't say it's lackluster in any way, but just there's something missing and I can't quite figure out what it is, but it, th there's something off. That's just me. <laughs> I love it, Sarita. I would, I've used this word before. I feel like the writing is nuanced. Like there are a lot of small things you know they're not giving us like heavy hitters each line is not some impactful you know like soliloquy or like there are very nuanced things that like you almost might miss it sometimes like you said hmm. you watch it the second time and you're like oh I didn't even catch that shade or I didn't even catch right. that comment that kind of pieces some things together and um, I mentioned before to Marty that I was watching uh, Issa's live mm -hmm before the premiere of the first episode. 
And the showrunner said, and I feel like they expected this response from everyone. He's like, each episode is like a piece that it kind of pays off in the end. So mm. while like each episode individually is maybe not as satisfying or as uh, impactful as we want it to be, uh, as he said, hopefully in the end, we'll be like, okay, it was all worth it for us to be oh. semi-disappointed the whole season. Now, like, Do you feel that? Do you feel that semi-disappointment or is it just me? I, in some episodes. I mean, obviously episode five, like there was so much happening. It was like highs, lows, yeah. funny, sad. Um, but every other episode has been a bit too, I guess, like you said, not lackluster, but something's missing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely the same way. I'm not going to go into it like you guys, but I did want to say I am often underwhelmed. Like at the beginning, we normally give the episode a grade and I'm always like, I gave it this because I was so underwhelmed. Like from the first episode, I'm like, we waited 18 months, but for, for you, you to not like hit me with your best shot. Hit me with your best whole shot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the juiciness. Yeah. Exactly, and I'm like, they built us up so much in episode five to like just kind of like in episode six, and I was like, ah, like I just wanted it to be so much more. So yes. I and they built us up so much in seasons two and three that we're expecting season four for them to come with it, yes. and I just feel like it. It just feels like okay, we got to put something out. It and it kind of feels a little bit rushed. So it is what it is. Again, I. I will uh, uh, um, take take. I will take uh, advice from Sarita and wait till the end and see what happens. Uh, but that's that's kind of sad. It took them eighteen months and then they're still rushed. It's like, oh, what happened, guys? I think was you know like Issa's career outside of Insecure has sure. taken off so much, and I think that also plays a part in. Obviously, it's not saying that she's putting in any less, but I think you know she's kind of been stretched here and there she has her own production company she's doing all these other things so maybe that also has something to do with it could be yeah all right so next question Sarita we'll start with you if you had to write an episode for this season low-key blank what would the title be and what is it about I think I I hope that I was like did they already pick this? But I just feel like I have to write from my own personal experience. So I would just be low-key over it. <laughs> I feel like that just epitomizes how I feel right now. Um, I feel like given the cliff ending that we had, episode five, if they had me write episode six, I think at a certain point, like these open endings, these um, half excuse my French these half ass like uh endings to situations I think you need to just either cut it or come through with some sort of resolution some sort of conversation like the one thing that I can't stand is lack of communication I feel like every single character is not really fully expressing like their authentic self yes so I'm I'm over I'm over it <laughs> I would just be. Vanessa, what about you? I definitely feel her low-key over itness the whole way around. Like, yes, if, if she wrote that, I would totally be able to, to relate the entire way through. For me, um, I was kind of disappointed in the last episode that we didn't see Lawrence come to the block party. Mm. 
after, um, you know, like really showing his support for her in the times that they met up. And I am a hashtag team Issa and Lawrence, let's let's work it out type girl. Um, I just feel like she's she's tried a different a few different scenarios with different guys, and she's back to you know back to Lawrence, and now they've both grown. So my um, my insecure episode would be low key feeling feeling away about my ex because I feel like um I feel like she could use his support right now um in a bigger way clearly things didn't work out with Condola and um yeah so that's that's exactly what I would I, I don't know I'm I'm secretly waiting every single episode for them to work it out you know what I'm saying like finally we just see them like having a glass of wine and getting out of the dms and getting on the couch and having a conversation oh. So, exactly. you know, so again, to Sarita's point, then we could have some clarity, like, okay, we know you guys are, be, you know, are being, you know, cordial when you see each other, you know, we know that you guys are being friendly, but is that, is that it? So am I going to have to wait to episode 10 to find that out? Is that even a storyline that you're going to, you know, proceed with? I don't know, but I, I need more on that because you built me up all these other seasons with Listen, that particular relationship. We are so excited. When yes. We responded to only her instagram yes. and she responded we were like yes yes no. thank you because right. at the beginning of the season i was like why is he here why are you here my um, lord <laughs> you know yeah. i was like uh, literally yeah. asked that several right. times why is he here exactly i was like we don't want to know about him and canola but also okay. i said the same thing like it was so weird to me that he has been there and then all of a sudden you don't show up to the block party. He doesn't show up to the block yeah. party. It was very and You strange. guys have mutual friends. So it's not like it would be awkward if you came, if you were hanging out with whoever. It was just, yeah. I was just like, okay, yeah. you know? And yeah. Condola wasn't even there the whole time. So I was like, it wouldn't have been awkward with that because yeah. she left. Right. So that was really weird. And then I was like, I'm not team Nathan, no way. So I was like, you need to leave. We don't want you here. Stay where you were. Wow. <laughs> but so then I'm Nathan the only team Nathan on this on this call. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm down Nathan, for did her, Nathan did help her solidify the artist. So, I mean, you know, it is. He came it, through. He did. And here's the thing. I do feel like Issa has grown and that's, and that's the one, um, that's, that's the one character that we see has really grown from the last season to this one as what I feel like Matt Molly has grown backwards. But Issa has definitely grown, and so has Lauren. So that's why I felt like now they could meet at the, as these two new people, right? And and they've kind of you know run their run their way around the circles and, and are back to square one each other, possibly, hopefully. So that's why I was really hoping for, and I was disappointed. I was that he didn't show up the block party. Yeah, that is so interesting because like. Sarita knows, like, I have an ex who is also, like, a really good friend. And people ask all the time, like, you guys getting back together? And I'm like, that's not up to me, honestly, because it's not, I'm not the man. You know what I mean? I'm like, I can't make nobody want me, whatever. But, like, two days ago on the phone, him and I were talking. And he was like, do you remember when you used to be X, Y, and Z? And I was like, do you remember when you used to be X, Y, and Z? And he's like, yeah. And we're both like, gosh, we really changed so much. And I was like, the beautiful part about that is, we didn't change because the other person made us change or we were trying to change for the other person. Right. We changed on our own naturally because we finally understood and not what the other person was saying, but like the way life took us was like, you really should look at the way you talk to people or you really should look at the way you internalize things. And it's like, we were like, gosh, that's actually a beautiful thing. So you saying that you are so right with that. Like they both have grown and you know, right. and they they got to support them. Right. And, you know, 
she because we can't forget that she she spent a lot of time an entire season building him up like you got this go apply for that job don't worry about it you'll get this boom he gets the job he moves you know what i'm saying so all of that so for for there not to be a, a glass of wine or a glass of a Rossi and some Prosecco to have a conversation about that and how they both evolved, but are back to back at one in terms of, in terms of both being single. I feel like, you know, it's, it's kind of short in the audience. We, we want that. We, we need some clarity there. That's a big relationship that we've all been invested in. Yeah. And I feel like we're, well, I'm always talking about how you have the situation where the woman builds a stand up for the next woman, right? Oh, we almost thought, that was Condola, and obviously yes. it's not. So it would be so true. Incredible to see the woman who actually built him Thank up. Thank you. Thank you. Come on, insecure writers. Come on, like yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> For once, can that work out? Can maybe them moving forward together as a couple and. They may have to shed some old relationships because of that for people that have not moved on, but clearly they've moved, you know, they've grown. So why can't they grow together? I don't yeah. know. Just cheering them on. Definitely. All right. So let's just jump into what we're really here for. Okay. Holly <laughs> and Issa. Vanessa, we'll let you start because you were like, listen, I, I got I got words. And then Sarita, I'll let you respond. I'm 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 just here with the popcorn like Michael Jackson. Like listen. I, I need some some marks for this. <laughs> okay. Well, Funny enough, Marty asked me the question and she asked me the question beforehand so I could kind of prep and I had like a whole paragraph back for her. I just feel like, because um, your question was, if you had to write an article about Molly and Issa's friendship, what would it be titled and why would, and what publications would it be in? I think it would be titled for me, Toxic French Friendships, Why Breaking Up is Harder to Do, Especially for Loyal Women. And the reason Ooh. I say, yeah, and the reason I say that is because how many like <laughs> no, I say that is because as someone, I mean, we all here are three women doing our thing, you know, one's in LA, one's in Spain, one's in Miami, finding time to make things work, right? Because we, in this little microcosm of a, of a Zoom relationship, we're finding the time. And how many times have you looked back and said, okay, here I am just doing my thing, trying to better myself. And maybe I just don't have that friend that's as supportive as I would like them to be, or I am the person that's always there for them, or I do feel like there's that friend that's always judgy. Um, and, and here's my thing. Sometimes forgiveness, and at least for me, in my relationships, hasn't always been vocal. Sometimes I just move on and wish people well. And it's not about, well, we don't have to have this big, whole, long, drawn out thing. You know, sometimes I'm just growing and moving and shaking and doing, and I'm naturally shedding people that were just for a season. Obviously, this is not the, the, you know, the case and situation for Issa and Molly, but I do feel like we see Issa trying on multiple occasions after being hit down and knocked down. And I mean, how many times was she going to get a no on that artist before she finally, like, had some gumption, said, no one's helping me out with this. My artist just dropped out. I got to make this happen. Finding her way, navigating around to get this artist. So I feel like as a true friend, I would have done anything in my power to help her. And I feel like Molly's position on the whole, here's a couple things. Molly's position on the, well, you, I, I specifically told you no. I hear her and I, 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 I understand her position. 
but I feel like that was also very catty because you know how much it meant to Issa and it, you know it could have made her block party flop. So again, that's just me analyzing myself. I would never have done that as a friend and I definitely would not have caused a scene at the block party because of that situation. To me, that was, that was the you know, line in the sand for me. Her taking it a step for, um, um, further to step to her there on, some, uh, on a place and time where that's not her focus. And you literally are causing drama at an event that I planned six months, eight months, whatever, you know, um, in the process planning. No, ma'am. Mm -mm. So I, I saw that as if I brought that back to my own life, that would be a line of the sand for me as it relates to friendships, because there's toxicity in there. And there's a lot of other things built up that I cannot have a conversation with you, you know, a, an in-depth conversation with you at a black party that I'm thinking about vendors and security and police. Hello, as an event planner, I, that ain't my focus right now. So the fact, the fact that you would bring that drama to my event says a lot about how you feel about me. And then also, when we talk about the fact that Molly is the person that has always had it together. Um, Molly is the person that has always had it together career-wise, right? So Lisa, so Issa, I feel like has always been trying to work her way up to that. So I think Molly's um, expectations of success are very high because she's, a, she's already in a very successful job, but she's also faulting at that job. So it's like, sisterhood, work on yourself because she's constantly, um, not necessarily throwing throwing shade, but I feel like low key judging that her, her other friends are not as, you know, quote unquote successful as it comes to career. So I don't know, it, it, it was just a mixed bag of emotions for me, but as you grow, you get tired of the bullshit too. And sometimes you just really want your girls to kind of be there for you and let that be it and that be no more, you know? And yes, Molly has been there for Issa quite a bit, but she really needed her in this particular situation. Issa had never done anything like this before. You know what I'm saying? Going and planning an event that takes over an entire block in LA takes a lot of work, <laughs> okay? And there's a lot of politics. And the fact that she was able to get it done and then she's at the party like, oh, she actually got it done. Well, yeah. So it shows me, again, your expectations were for her to flop. It, it was for her to not really come through and, you know, and, and cross the finish line with, with regards to her event. So I was a little disappointed in that as well. But again, she clearly is somebody that's still growing and has a lot of demons that has nothing to do with Issa. Issa just looks like she, for whatever reason, is the brunt of all that energy often, you know? Right. Because that's her only friend, her only real friend, or her only real out outlet in that way. So anyway, did I answer the question? Oh. Or just <laughs> I, I love it. So do you have any responses to her, what she's saying? I agree that definitely, I've never in my entire life wanted to get physical with one of my friends. Mm -mm. I want to get physical with people who hurt my friends, right? Like my friend at her event mm -mm. who over a favor. This is also a thing that I really cannot, I can't understand is like you let her asking your boyfriend through his roommate get you so heated right. that you were you're trying to fight her over it and i'm like yeah and a boyfriend sarita that you barely wanted to claim two episodes ago you're like i don't know if he's really i don't know what he is well seriously that's yeah. what i'm saying it's a yeah. it's a lot and i definitely feel like like you said i was you know i i'll be reading the blogs you know i'll be watching the after shows and everything 
And they said how, they're like, think about how Issa met Nathan, right? Molly had a date. Molly was ready to go. She was in the mirror like, I look good. And Issa's like, no, 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 come with me on this list. You know, like, Molly has been there for Issa. She's made sacrifices. She's been a good friend. And a lot of times, Issa is the one that's messing up. So this has kind of been their dynamic. But like we talked about on on previous episodes, like they're both growing in their own lanes, right? Like maybe Molly's growing in the personal relationship, maybe failing a bit at work and Issa's maybe letting personal relationships go and growing professionally. And I think that they are so set in the role that they have been in for either one of them to grow out of it. Issa's throwing shade about Molly's relationship. Molly's throwing shade about Issa's black party. You know, like they can't seem to allow each other to grow. And this is, I think, really where they're like butting heads because it's like, no, you're supposed to be the one who's always fucking up, who's always uh, failing professionally. I'm supposed to be the successful one putting on bomb events. Like, don't come in my lane. Right, right. And I think maybe that's also part of the reason why she's not going to then that gets to the heart of what I'm saying about like, is that really a true friendship? Because that means there is a level, there is an underbelly of shade that's not being discussed meaning that you're kind of low-key jealous that I'm stepping my game up and growing, you know, and, 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 and really adulting. You feel I me? I've heard that from a lot of people. He said, like, like really adulting. You, you know how it is when you're in your 30s and you're like, okay, or 20s or whatever. People, you know, age, you know, adult, start adulting at different ages, but you know how it is when you're like, okay, finally, I got to step it up for me. And I do expect my girlfriends and guy friends to be there along for the process and to cheer me on. Cause if not, what are we, what are you doing in my circle? You know? So I don't know. I just feel like, again, um, Molly's whole thing about, well, she's kind of always been there for Issa. She has, but again, not when it comes to career and to quote unquote success. And I think that her, she defines success, um, you know, very finitely, if that's a word. But um, I, 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 do, I do think that she wants to be the person that is always leading in that particular dynamic of their relationship. And now here comes somebody that's seeing their own version of success and maybe she feels a way about it because clearly there's a lot of things going on in her life that are not successful. My friends in London, um, they have these conversations too. And I did hear, they're like, Issa's just jealous. And I'm like, since I'm too what? what does she have to be jealous for? But now that you guys say that, I can see it in that. But I, I'm going to play devil's advocate because I don't think Molly is wrong entirely because I'm like, Molly is fed up. Like, there's nothing more frustrating when you are trying to rectify a situation and somebody keeps putting you off. So it's like, you keep saying you're going to come or that we're going to do this and we don't end up doing this. You brought a new friend into our friendship circle when it's just me and you. And I wanted to spend that time to like catch up because you don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. Do I think that Molly is self-centered? Yes, but I don't think she means to be if that makes sense, like. Totally. And the only reason I say this is because I am Molly and Molly is me. <laughs> in, some, in some spaces, and I remember people used to tell me, they're like, you're all about yourself. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I, in my opinion, I was the most caring person. But after watching Molly and Sarita can tell you, I would be like, oh my God, I'll come Sarita, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that. Yes. That's I didn't realize. Just like when, when, when Issa initially called Molly to ask her for the favor, 
Molly hasn't talked to Issa. So instantly Molly just goes into everything that she's going through. But that's not why Issa was calling, although it should have been that way. But Molly is so caught up in herself, she just instantly starts talking. She did the same thing with Andrew. And I'm just like, oh my God, I'm like that. So it's not like she means to be like that. But like, obviously, we don't see Molly with anybody else, even though obviously she has some type of relationship with Tiffany and Kelly, because we see that Mercedes always like, you know, but it's not as strong as it was for her and Issa. And Issa knows all of those things. So when you have no outlet, what do you do? And then I'm like, oh, tell me you communicate, Marty, you communicate. You say, yeah. friend, I need you. Now, I'm really going through some shit. That hasn't been done. You know what I'm saying? Issa is- On either side, on either side though, it hasn't I'm been done. You, I'm saying to you, like Issa, again, I, again, I think in Molly's head, right? She does not expect Issa to be stepping up to the plate in her own life, and For she sure. is. And so the expectation is Issa's my fall girl because she ain't got nothing going on. And we notice that too, when she takes the jabs, the constant jabs, like the jabs that they take at each other was so painful because there's truth into it. But it's like, that's not what your ace boon coon says to you. That's the girl who's always messy and y'all are kind of like teeter time, but not your best friend. Like that part was the most harmful thing. I'm just like, damn, y'all pulling each other's cards. But it does go back, it, it does show though how, how often, especially with the relationships we care about the most, sometimes we, we, we want to be, you know, we talk a big game like, okay, well, if there's something going on, I'm going to step to the person and talk to them about it. But that sometimes is harder said than done than, than a friend that maybe you don't really, you know, that, that you're not that invested in. That's easier sometimes to have that conversation and say, listen, this was not cool versus somebody that you have years with, you know, it's different because it's so many more layers and feelings and, and, you know, and, and different scenarios that, you know, um, baggage also that, that goes into that. So I just wish they could like really have a conversation and hash it out. Not at my block party though. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Oh, that, that was, that was low key disrespectful. <laughs> Actually, that wasn't even low key disrespectful. That no. was disrespectful. No, I would have been like security. You want to really turn it up for, for episode six? Man, escort her out. Mm-hmm. But her man did get me the artist, so. <laughs> <laughs> right, but he, he did help me. He, he did. Um, okay, so for the sake of time, as we get out of here, I'm going to ask you both: Who do you think should call the other person and rectify the situation, and why? Sarita, your face is killing me. <laughs> he said. <laughs> that's really hard. That's a really hard question because, <laughs> yeah, I think so because obviously they're both wrong, right? Like in the scope of of the friendship, like I was gonna say, the communication, the lack of communication on both of their parts is really detrimental to the situation. It's like when you have a, a, a rip in your shirt and you just keep pulling at it and pulling at it you don't address the fact that this hole is getting bigger and bigger and bigger and this hole this this separation this animosity this tension has been getting bigger between them so they're both wrong for not addressing it but i just feel like given the last interaction i feel like molly was on 10 so i feel like molly should humble herself bring herself back down to about a five and reach out. That would be my, if I was a, if I was a writer, 
I would, uh, <laughs> that's what I would write into the script. And if the writers are listening, saritabraxnetgmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa James Media at gmail.com. Thanks. Yeah. We just um, plug it. <laughs> are you it's me? Is it my turn? Because yes. I yeah. second that, Sarita. I mean, honestly, again, I'm, I'm still feeling a way about you coming to my event and causing a scene to the point where, you know, Ish got so crazy, it had to like break up early. So I, I feel like it's unquestionable that Molly should eat some humble pie and call her girl. And I mean, at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, if somebody has to go first, she left on 10. So come back down to five and meet me at five and give me a call and let's talk about it. Cause, cause if I'm looking at it, you know, from both perspectives, I just don't think that Issa should make the first call. And clearly Issa busy now cleaning her apartment, doing Sunday yoga by herself, spa sessions by herself. She goes to the Ethiopian restaurant, does not open the door. So I don't think it's going to be Issa that calls first. But again, we did just talk about how Issa has been growing and really focused on self-growth. So she very well may. But if, it's, if, if you ask me, it's unquestionably Molly that should be calling first. And right before we get off, Vanessa, tell us, if you were Issa, would you have gone into the Ethiopian restaurant or not? <laughs> Would you have still ordered your food or would you would have turned around just like her? Honestly, I would have still ordered my food, especially because I worked my ass off so hard. My coins are tight. I just got I just got screwed from the from these random chicks from Jacksonville and New Orleans on their bachelorette that screwed me out of what is it, a thousand dollars? So I'm gonna treat myself to my to my to my favorite Ethiopian restaurant, come one way or another. So I would have definitely gone in. I don't know if I would have gone in and spoken to her though. That's just me. I feel like the temperatures were really hot. I still would have needed some time to cool off. Um, but I mean, hey, we got Uber Eats. We got. I, I, I would have made it happen. I would have still got my meal, two hundred percent. The next person going in, can you order this food for me? Yeah, here's the money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, Vanessa, thank you so much for joining us today. Tell the people where they can find you one more time. Okay. People who are tuned in, thank you guys again so much for having me. I love talking insecure. I really appreciate it. And great to meet you, Sarita, as well. And Marty, you know, I love you. So you you can find and follow me at Vanessa James Media across all social media platforms. And Sarita, where can they find you? Sarita Braxton across all platforms. And I am Marty underscore San Diego. And don't forget to follow Long AF Voice Notes on Instagram, Long AF Voice Notes on Twitter, and Long AF Voice Notes on YouTube. Thanks okay. so much for tuning Following in. Now. And we'll see you next episode. Peace. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>